consider a LASIK gift card and give the gift of sight. Who knows, LASIK just might be the present you decide to give yourself. Richie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center, Faribault. World-class LASIK, small-town traffic. RichieEyeClinic.com. You're listening to the KYMN Morning Show on 95.1 FM and AM 1080. Joining us now by phone from uh, Minneapolis is Andrew Parker. Andrew Parker is an attorney uh, with uh, the uh, law firm of Parker Daniels and uh, Kybort, and uh, hopefully I'm getting that last name right, uh, uh, who is uh, right now representing a, a group of 20 former Northfield Hospital and Clinics employees in a lawsuit against, uh, against the hospital uh, due to the uh, vaccination mandate. And uh, first of all, uh, Mr. Parker, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jeff. Let's, let's talk about the uh, the lawsuit and what, what kind of brought it about. Uh, first of all, you're representing 20 people, and they have all used uh, either religious or medical reasons for the, uh, uh, I guess it would be an exemption from the federal mandate. Uh, let's talk about, first of all, that federal mandate and what it, it says and how you are reading the Northfield Hospital and Clinic's uh, uh, guidelines on this as well. Well, the mandate that Northfield has put in place is the Northfield uh, vaccine mandate. It uh, is not based on a federal mandate. There is not a federal mandate that requires Northfield to do what it is doing. The Northfield hospital mandate is one which violates the law because it does not uh, allow for an interactive process that reasonably accommodates employees who have sincerely held religious beliefs or uh, a medical condition that creates serious risk to them if they were to take the vaccine or at least a potential uh, risk. And so if uh, Northfield had uh, gone through an interactive process with these employees to determine whether there was a reasonable accommodation for them to continue work, work in a manner, Jeff, much like they were doing just a year ago at the hospital when they were working, many of them, double shifts uh, to protect and help and save uh, patients' lives. Uh, This was before the vaccine uh, came out, but there were safety precautions that allowed them to continue to operate. And so to suggest that those precautions are no longer reasonable as an accommodation and rather fire these employees, many of them 15 to 20 year uh, employees where this is their only livelihood is a violation of the law. Now, the... um kind of struggling to, I guess, to wrap my head around this. Did did President Biden not give a mandate that all healthcare workers uh, get vaccinated? The question of whether or not that is uh, a requirement today is being uh, challenged across the country. And no, this Northfield uh, mandate is not a requirement. And more importantly, even if it were or when it becomes such, if so, Uh, reasonable accommodation is required, and that is a part of any federal mandate. 
Now, according to, from what we understand from the hospital, according to them, that they do, uh, they have uh, had an interactive process. Maybe we can go through that a little bit with you. Did your employees, did they uh, go through, uh, I, I would imagine human resources would be, a department would be probably the, the people, they, the, their go-to people. Did they all report with human resources? And what was, uh, what was the hospital, what did they, uh, I guess, what was their experience with that? Yeah, their, their experience was uh, a policy was issued. It allowed for a request for an exemption. These employees made that exemption request. There was never any discussion about accommodation. There was never any consideration of accommodation. Uh, in response to the exemption requests, these employees were each given a number, you know, one to a hundred or more. And they were then referred to by their number, and they were each given a denial letter, an exact identical denial letter in a a form letter, reflecting that there was no individualized discussion of whether uh, one of the employees uh, had cancer, another uh, a brain tumor, another uh, a neurological issue. Uh, and what might have been an accommodation for these various issues, medical conditions, or in the case of religious uh, beliefs, what sort of accommodation might have existed. It was just a form letter sent, no interactive process, no discussion. I don't know what the hospital is talking about when they indicate that there was a back-and-forth discussion about reasonable accommodation. Let's talk about the uh, medical uh, exemption. Do in this case, do, does the employee or the what in the, now I guess would be called a, a former employee? Do they have to have a you know a note from their physician saying that hey we this is uh, this will endanger my client if if uh, my client does in fact uh, get this uh, this COVID nineteen vaccine? Do they uh, do they? have is that is that part of the process i, I would think that uh, you know the the physician would have to sign off on this is is that part of it well a couple of things mm-hmm. uh, number one if they establish that they have a medical condition whether or not they have a doctor's uh, uh reference to the vaccine itself if they establish that they have a medical condition uh, that's all that uh, is required, we believe, under the EEOC guidelines, which uh, uh, are instructive here. Uh, but beyond that, in this case, interestingly, unlike um, many employers or, or contexts, here we're talking about healthcare workers. We're talking about nurses and doctors and and those who understand only too well uh, the risks of their own medical conditions, but also of the vaccine. And uh, uh, so the interactive process doesn't only occur if you put in a medical exemption and have uh, uh, medical, additional medical uh, support for it. Now, from the... uh the media reports that we've seen so far on this, uh, it's been cited that uh, one doctor and some nurses, uh, I, I don't know the number of nurses, have uh, 
have joined that lawsuit. Uh, the rest of them, were they all directly involved with the health care process? Were there office workers? Were there uh, people who uh, you know, maybe did the, the billing or, or whatever that uh, weren't in direct contact with patients? Yes, you know, there, there's a variety of uh, positions and, and jobs. Some of these uh, employees who were terminated had no interaction uh, with patients and, in fact, were working remotely from home, terminated nonetheless. Andrew Parker, once again, is with us. He is representing uh, 20 of the former employees of the Northfield Hospital and Clinics in a lawsuit against their uh, former employer. Uh, let's talk about the uh, religious uh, exemption. That's, there's a lot of gray area with that. Uh, how many of the, of the 20 uh, applied for that religious exemption? And uh, I don't know, what can you tell us about, uh, were they all... Uh, of a certain religion, was it a variety of religions that are involved in this and that interpretation? Because that's a that's a big gray area. Yeah, it, you know, it was a variety of uh, religious beliefs. Uh, they articulated individually uh, the basis for their religious exemptions, uh, and all of them were categorically denied without any discussion uh, of the sincerely held basis of those religious beliefs. And that's the violation uh, of law. All right. and, you know, it's, it's important to uh, understand. By, and by the way, it was virtually all of uh, uh, the 20. There may have been a couple who did not include that, but, uh, but most all of them did. And a lot of their, the foundation of their religious uh, beliefs is putting an irreversible uh, drug into their system uh, without their consent uh, and the basis and the testing related uh, to that drug that they're putting in their system. And again, irreversible, once it's there, you can't remove it, uh, creates a, uh, a religious objection for them. Again, without any debate or discussion uh, denied. Uh, once again, Andrew Parker with us. Um, uh, can you tell us what they're seeking in the lawsuit? Do they want their jobs back? Are they looking for monetary uh, uh, compensation for this? Uh, what, what is the lawsuit seeking? Well, let me tell you that every single one of these plaintiffs uh, sincerely uh, wanted to keep their job. Many of them 15, 20-year tenured employees uh, with the hospital, loved their job, uh, loved their colleagues, loved the work that they were doing. And uh, uh, it was pulled out from under them. As I said, it has devastated uh, their households. One, uh, for example, has just gone through cancer treatment, and her fiancé uh, uh, had a serious medical condition as well and also worked at the hospital. Uh, both of them were terminated. Uh, and so, you know, they, they're looking uh, at this point uh, to be made whole. They, they need to move on with their lives and find uh, other uh, employment. But it has been an extremely stressful time for them. 
Is there, uh, once again, Andrew Parker is uh, with us, the attorney for the, uh, uh, representing the plaintiffs against the uh, uh, Northfield Hospital and Clinics. Uh, this is, uh, as you had mentioned when we started, this is not the first lawsuit that's been brought up. There's uh, really literally thousands of them going around the uh, country right now. Uh, and there really have been since uh, the, the the pandemic began uh, a year and a half, almost two years ago now. Um, where Have the courts ruled on, on this this type of thing yet uh, have there been any i guess precedents that uh that uh have been have come out of this so far well you know that's an important point jeff that this case is different from most the vast majority of cases uh that are out there we did not sue this case out primarily although it is a part of the case um, based on uh, the uh, vaccine or the illegality of the government issuing a fax, uh, vaccine mandate. Uh, again, it's a part of the case, but the focus of this case is the manner in which Northfield Hospitals carried out its mandate by violating the EEOC guidance, by violating statutory rights related to reasonable accommodation, uh, and they did not consider, go through the interactive process, nor on any occasion uh, allow for, other than one, allow for a reasonable accommodation. And the only reason they allowed it in that one case was because uh, they felt as though they were not able to fill that spot and had to accommodate that employee for their own purposes. Uh, But across the board, it was a blanket denial. And so that's what makes this case uh, unique uh, and different and the focus of it uh, different. Uh, once again, for our, for our listeners out there, uh, this is a civil trial against the, the Northfield Hospital. Normally, we don't uh, cover civil trials really at all. We don't. Uh, uh, we pretty much stay out of that here at KYMN Radio. This one does involve uh, the city of Northfield uh, property, which is owned, of course, by the citizens of Northfield, the taxpayers. So that's why we're uh, questioning both sides, and we do have uh, we have offered Northfield Hospital and Clinics the opportunity to uh, to comment on this if they would like, but uh, we haven't heard back from them we have nothing scheduled as of yet so uh, uh mr parker thank you so much for joining us uh, we certainly appreciate uh you giving us uh, some time and the insight on that much appreciated uh have yourself a good day thank you you as well mm-hmm. goodbye Bye. andrew parker once again uh with uh the attorney with the law firm of parker daniels and uh Kybort. i'm not sure if i got that name right or not uh there you have it that's what's going on